You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking New York Yankees with MLB.com's Yankees beat reporter, Brian Hope. Brian, the first line of my notes is simple and to the point. It says, Pineda, what's up with him? And so I ask you, what is up with Michael Pineda? <laughs> it's a good question. You know, since he had that 16-strikeout game against the Orioles on Mother's Day, uh, it's been pretty up and down, and, and of late, it's been more down than up for Pineda. Uh, it seems like his slider has been spotty at times, and I think that's what you saw in his most recent start. He just couldn't put guys away. Uh, and this is a guy who is a power pitcher, has strikeout stuff, and he had, he had guys in two-strike counts and, and just could not get the strikeout that he needed. Uh, actually did not record a strikeout. That's the first time he's done that since that pine tar game, uh, which we all remember he was tossed in the second inning. So uh, that's not a good sign for the Yankees for sure. Uh, they think it's something they can figure out. But it, it does raise the question about when they pushed him back three starts ago and gave him 10 days rest, was that really the best way to handle things? They say yes. They say that his health is the paramount concern. But um, – is it really worth it if now he's suddenly not the same pitcher that he was because he had his rhythm interrupted? Uh, so he said he didn't uh, allow it to bother him, but the results say differently. One word that seemed to come up repeatedly in the coverage of the last start was that Pineda's slider was flat. Um, I mean, the, you need everything. You've got to have stuff. You've got to locate. Um, but it seems like location can come and go. When, when it's something like that, when a guy's – bread-and-butter breaking ball isn't moving, that seems a little more worrisome to me from the outside. Does it read that way to you, or is it not exactly like that? Well, it's not a good thing. I mean, when you can't snap off a slider like that, he's got that hard-biting action on that slider, and that's what makes it a bread-and-butter pitch for him. But when he's not doing that correctly, uh, it's just sitting up there and it's saying, hit me, hit me. So uh, that's what you saw in his last outing. Uh, it's something that they're going to try to correct in the bullpen. But, you know, this, this brings me back to the whole layoff and having your rhythm interrupted because he was pitching pretty well. And so I made you scratch your head, and I understand that he's never been over 200 innings in his career, and, and they are concerned about that. He was on pace for 220, 230, something like that. And so they're going to need to scale him back, and they may need to do it again. But uh, it's not ideal. It, it's not what you want to have to do to, to push a guy back when he's pitching well. And now he's got to get back in that good groove again. One thing that's intriguing, just looking at the charts, uh, is that his velocity has been going up this year, um, fairly steadily April, May, June, um, which would seem to be encouraging. Does that kind of jibe with what you're seeing with your eyeballs, or is that a surprising thing to hear? I think that's an encouraging thing. I think that tells you he's healthy. That that, that makes you happy, I guess, if you're the Yankees, uh, that it's not a health concern. Because if, if you saw a sudden drop in velocity, that would be a red flag. I think this may be more of a mechanical, more of a touch thing, that he's just not in the right slot. Um, you know, he, he's, he's funny to read because when he's going well, he looks like he's gyrating on the mound and he looks very uncomfortable. Uh, and I think CeCe Sabathia said recently, when he's going good, he looks even more uncomfortable. So uh, they, they actually want to see him fidgeting out there and, and gyrating the way he does because that means things are going well. And uh, we saw it earlier this year. He, his last three starts, two of them were bad. One was very good. So uh, maybe he's due for a very good one. Let's move to another guy that there are questions about. Uh, what's the status of, of Mark Teixeira right now? 
Well, Teixeira is in the lineup. Uh, you know, this was a nagging neck injury, a stiffness. It apparently started during the Baltimore series. He was trying to play through it, and uh, they, they eventually just said, all right, stop. And he needs a couple of days to cool it off. He went and had an MRI and a, and a cortisone injection, which uh, you know he is no stranger to. He's, he's certainly been familiar with the MRI tube and getting injections, and that's no fun for him. But he's back in the lineup this afternoon, and, uh, you know, the Yankees feel like uh, he should be okay. It's not really something that is a long-term concern. Jordan had said that if Teixeira wasn't able to play in the series finale against the Phillies, then he would be concerned about a DL stint. But uh, they waited on the lineup a little bit today, and uh, he's in there. So, you know, they have their fingers crossed because uh, Garrett Jones hit the ball pretty well in those couple games filling in, but uh, they're, they're a better team with Mark Teixeira in the lineup. Is this something they'll expect, they expect they will have to continue to manage going forward, or is this something that once it's out it should be gone at least for a good while? In theory, it should be. The cortisone injection should do what it's supposed to do. Uh, usually it takes a couple of days to cool things off. But I wouldn't be shocked if it's something that pops back up again. Uh, he said he didn't really know how he aggravated it. It could have been on a dive. It could have been anything. I mean, you and I have probably woken up with stiff necks, and we didn't do anything wrong. So I, it could be something as simple as just sleeping funny or maybe he has to get some better pillows. But either way, I think the Yankees uh, they'll keep an eye on it. But as of right now, it's not something they think is going to bother him deeper into the year. Uh, as we talk, uh, just now got the official acknowledgement that Ivan Nova has been activated. That's not a surprise. We knew it was coming. Um, to me, what's interesting is that for now, they're not bumping anybody. and They're going to go maybe a couple times through the rotation uh, with six guys. Uh, they're saying it's just really a short-term thing, perhaps having learned from what uh, a miserable time Terry Collins had when he said we have a six-man rotation. But I know we've talked about this a lot, but now that it's actually here, what do they do with the rotation both over these next couple of weeks and, and after that? I think PBA is your answer. Uh, you know, six-man rotations are messy. Uh, people like being on that regular rest. They don't like the, uh, the extra day in there. And the Yankees have a little bit of a question mark here because, all right, you know that Michael Pineda is going to be in the rotation. You know that Masahiro Tanaka is going to be in the rotation. CC Sabathia's contract says he should be in the rotation. Now, performance aside, maybe you can talk about the fact that maybe Sabathia should be the one who gets bumped here, but we'll continue on that. Girardi was asked that point blank last night, said absolutely not. He is going to be in the rotation. He's going to start. He's got to figure it out. So now, now that gets us back to Nathan Avali, who the Yankees want to develop as a starter. They see high-end talent there. Uh, he, those starts are valuable for him. He's not going to get any better pitching in the bullpen. And now Nova's going to be in the rotation, and that brings us back around to Adam Warren. I'm sorry, it's not it's not fair. It's, I know Warren would prefer to be in the, the rotation, but he's excelled in the bullpen. And I don't know if you've been paying attention, but the Yankees have some bullpen problems right now too. They've been they've had a revolving door there. So I think if I were the Yankees, I I tell Adam Warren, I'm sorry. I know you didn't do anything to deserve this, but you've got to go to the bullpen. We need you back there more than we need you in the rotation right now. We've got a wealth of uh, starting pitchers, and uh, we need you to go put out some fires in the bullpen. This may actually be what they're doing, but is it possible to kind of do, to use Warren as a true swingman, and and if you want to keep people on turn and and want to also make sure that you don't push them, go to a six-day rotation, and when when there are a bunch of days in a row, Warren gets a start. When you've got off days, you stay on a five-man, but you say, look, you're pitching every sixth day. do your routine to that and, and something like that, or is that still too woo crazy for baseball in 2015? <laughs> I wouldn't rule it out, and here's why. Larry Rothschild, the pitching coach, brought this idea up last year 
uh, when Pineda, when the Tanaka came back, and they also knew about Pineda missing most of the season. Um, I think that you're looking now. CC Sabathia is obviously not the kind of guy you can count on for to be a workhorse. He's, he's certainly not going eight nine innings like he used to. Uh, he could use a break. Tanaka can use a break because you've got that uh, elbow ligament that you're still cautious about. Pineda, as we previously discussed, uh, they're concerned about his inning total. So I think there's a lot of reasons a six-man rotation could work for the Yankees. I think that, yeah, I mean, you're right. It is a new new age thing, and teams have been trying it with some success, but not always uh, swimmingly. I think it, for this team, it's something that could work here. It's something that they're certainly kicking around. I, I'm just not sure how it's going to fit out. But as Girardi keeps saying, these things tend to uh, work themselves out. So we could talk until we're blue in the face about a six-man rotation. If if somebody pulls a hamstring or walks off the mound holding their elbow, I think that answers your question pretty quickly. And one last thing I wanted to ask you before uh, before we go is uh, about Aaron Judge, who just got moved up one more level. The 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 raw power this guy has is is I don't know if it's 80 power, but uh, it certainly it's certainly 80 hit one ball a long way power. Um, how does he figure into the picture here, especially for a team where, um, you know, I know they're paying Carlos Beltran, but I also know that Carlos Beltran hasn't exactly been what they've hoped for. And if he were to get there, it seems like there might be an opportunity to give him at bats if they wanted to. Yeah, Beltran. Uh, Beltran's actually been playing better. I know he got off the slow start, and that that colors his numbers a bit. But uh, yeah, Judge is legit. I mean, we saw him in spring training. This guy, you know, I talked to scouts, and two of the names that they brought up were Giancarlo Stanton and Dave Winfield. I mean, come on. Those are ridiculous comparisons. And that's completely fair. Yeah, you're setting the bar pretty high. But if he's even a fraction of what those two players are, the Yankees are in pretty good shape. So uh, this kid is the future. You're going to see him in the Bronx at some point as long as they hang on to him and he stays healthy. Um, he's, he draws your attention when he's on the field. He's big. He's tall. He's He's just a powerful presence. You can see this guy hitting in the middle of a major league lineup in the very near future. Uh, I'm not sure what that means for 2015, but I, I see a real scenario where he could come into camp and, and just force their hand next year in spring training and, and be in right field on opening day. All right. Well, Brian Hope, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.